Hey, I'm Isis Young. I got next. You next up and you ain't been on sports like talk. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, you better hit him up. Look, you breaking next and you up next. Keep the coins go hard. Rise the star on the big scene. Make them know who you are. You don't break a sweat. Don't settle for less. They put you through that test. Your resume that flex. Who got next? Who got next? SLT, ready to go. Who got next? Who got next? Living my dreams and all your goals. Who got next? Who got next? You can ask B. Jones or head coach. Who got next? Who got next? You next up, so here's my vote. Welcome back to another fire episode of Sports Life Talks. You got next a platform that gives exposure to the voices of tomorrow. We're combing the earth, the planet. We're trying to find the most amazing human beings who are doing phenomenal things and accomplishing big dreams. And today we are colder than the polar bears, toenails. That's right. We got it in the building. Came through dripping ice. <laughs> Yeah, the ice box. Hey, we got a former Newhouse Fordham Hooper, WNBA analyst, working with ESPN. This is one of the rising stars in the media industry right now, straight from Berlin, New Jersey. Y'all know what time it is. Welcome to the show, Isis Young. How you feeling today, Isis? What's going on? I'm feeling amazing. First of all, I appreciate that intro. That might have been the best intro I've ever gotten. Like, hey. I want to put you on a mic before my games. Like, all right, Kev got it. Let's hey, go. just, hey, just call <laughs> me up. I'm there for you. I'm there for you. All you got to do is just say the word. Say the word. We'll check this out. If this is your first time checking out the network, checking out our platform, what took you so long? Welcome to the show. Welcome to your newest favorite sports podcast. I am your host, the mouth of the South B. Jones. Mr. Yeet is in the building, a true OG Louisiana. And I'm rocking alongside of my partner in crime, my brother from another mother. Hey, smoother than the peanut butter, the quiet storm, the head coach KT. How you doing, KT? Man, B. Jones, you did really put some stank on that intro, man. You, you did <laughs> hang on that one. Oh, well, she gonna get tired of me here in a minute because I got so yeah. many, uh, so many ice things. <laughs> she, she probably, she probably gonna be like, uh, uh-uh, no more, B. Jones, no more. Hey, check this out, Isis. Before we get to your amazing story, uh, all the way over there, while you eating Vegemite in Australia, we gotta tell, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get all our new listeners to plug in with us and tap in with us. First and foremost. We got some exciting news. Our website is up and running. SLTUGotNext.com. Y'all go check it out. It is a dope site. You can interact with us. You can check out what's going on with the You Got Next community. See all of our alums like today. But y'all go check us out. Show us some support. And then on the count of three in sports life life talk tradition, we got to pay the bills. We got to keep this thing moving. We got to keep growing. And we need your support and help. Also, on the count of three. All of my Icebox fans, all of my folks down under, we need y'all to show us some love and smash that subscribe button. Isis, you, you nod your head. I can tell you you feel, hey, anybody, Kevin, anybody who put 23 on their name, hey, they get my respect. <laughs> right, here we go. Yep. <laughs> they legit. Here we go. One, 
two, three, go! Welcome to the Sports Life Talk family. That's right, we don't do fans. We don't do followers. We do family members. And if you smash that subscribe button, Welcome to the family. I'm your newest play cousin. So without further ado, y'all came here to see the living legend, the walking bucket, the microphone. Hey, here we go. Came through dripping. Isis, are you ready for the Sports Life Talk initiation? I am. I'm excited. Let's get it. Ice. Let's go. BJ, you can't give me an intro like you gave her, man. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> in a little left out, man. You've been killing. But you know what, BJ? It's all good. I got it. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to hook you up later. I'm going to hook you up later, bro. Yeah, hook up later, man. All right, to initiate you into the SLT family, you to give us your top five music artists. Top five music artists. Uh, Lauren Hill, Anthony Hamilton, Her, SZA, and Music Soul Child. All right, KT, she did that real easy on you, KT. I, I really don't appreciate it. She's, she's done this before, B. Jones, so I couldn't really shake her. But so, Kevin, can we can we, can we we just music soul child? I think that's our first time somebody said music soul child. I, I, it's not the uh, first. We, we just haven't heard it as much as we should have. Really? Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't recall anybody, so I'm going to challenge well, you. Don't, you don't remember what I told you yesterday, B. Jones, so I, I don't expect you. <laughs> All right, Isis. So what we like to do, we like to rank everybody's top five. The highest you can get is five. Okay. There is no way with a list like that that I can give you anything less than five. Yeah. <laughs> B. Jones. Okay. You know, since I don't have an icebox where my heart used to be, give her, we're going to give her 10. Give her 10 for that one, man. With well, that 10 or 9, man, I can't trust your count. you from Louisiana. With well, that 10? I'm from Louisiana, but that was, that was a Louisiana 10. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay, well, it was supposed to be 10. It sounded like more like 7-ish. Great job. All right, so who is your favorite superhero and why? Um, okay, so this one was hard, um, but I'm going to pick Black Panther because literally in the past, you feel me, in the past few years, we've really learned more about Black Panther, um, RIP to Chadwick, but... Um, also, because it's like an us superhero. Like, that is a superhero that I can literally see walking around the earth, and that's that's us. So, it's it's easy. That's Black Panther. And he's us, Isis, and he's rich. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, that, that's great. All right. T'Challa, <laughs> since every good superhero needs their own theme music, what would your theme song be? Um, I... Okay, so I'm gonna pick uh, "Poison" by Belle Biv DeWoe. Oh um, really, just because I just like that this girl is poison. I feel like me walking into that, it's cool. And um, sometimes it's a good thing to be poison, and sometimes it's a good thing to never trust the big button smile. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I feel like um, it's also my pregame song. Like when I when I yeah when I queue up my my pregame playlist, um, that's always a song that I kind of hit just to get me going and feeling good. Um, so I kind of feel like that's my walkout song. Yeah, but you kind of tell a little bit of your business for anybody that's trying to holler at you too that you're poison. So they got to <laughs> approach with. This is uh, true. Yeah, yeah. Beware. Beware. Uh, no doubt. All right. So if you could shadow anyone for a week and learn from them, they could be either dead or alive. Who would it be and why? Yeah, I definitely think um, right now I would shadow Malika Andrews. Um, I feel like she's kind of become the new face of everything, um, NBA, everything, ESPN, um, and uh, she's my age, and so I think I would just love to appreciate shadowing her, seeing what she does day to day, um, what her weeks look like, but just kind of getting it to that magnitude of um, she literally is calling a game almost every single day, um, and just seeing what that lifestyle looks like, but especially when you're covering the NBA, I'd be curious to know. 
Hey, between Malika and Maria, some special. Yeah. With the, hey, the M's, they M and M, they rolling. They they hot yep, right now. Yep. So I'm with you well, on I'll that. I'll tell you that I've I've knocked out the Maria one. I've met Maria. Um, I've sat behind her during games. I've talked to her at games. Um, I've uh, she's kind of filmed. Uh, she filmed an icebox for me that I did with Jay Billis a few years ago. Um, and so Maria's definitely cool, and she's shining at NBC, doing a great job. Um, hey, so you're maybe that's why with I the names her. too. Yeah, she name yeah. dropping everything. Yeah, she named, I'm like, oh my oh, goodness! No. Now I got one. Do you know Shanae? Do you know Shanae? Shanae on, on Gumukai. Yeah, on, on ESPN right oh, now. Of she course Shanae. I do. Yes, of course I do. Yep, I do. Very much. You know so. her? Hey, I do. Hey, you got? Uh, I'm a biggest fan. Okay, you're just let her fan? know I'm a biggest ah. fan. <laughs> I'm, I'm a huge cool. Shanae fan. All right, let's go. Okay. Let's go. All right. Maybe I'll te I'll text her and tell her about you then. Big over me. You can't say stuff like that. He's not gonna be professional for the rest of the show. Oh my god! Hey, I'm about to. Hey, Shanae. She's <laughs> 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 lovely. Yes, she she's lovely. She's oh, awesome. <laughs> All right. So if you're still watching this, and we hope you are, please smash that subscribe <laughs> button, hit the like button, leave us your top five, your theme song, and favorite superhero in the comments. Be you got me throwing off. All right, so please allow me to reintroduce our newest family member, Isis Young. So, B. Jones, please take it away, brother. Kevin, what's colder than ice cold? Ice cold! What's colder than cold? All right, all right, yeah, all keep right. Keep doing it, right, B. Jones. Oh, yeah, people going to think we're trying to be alphas, too, so we got to be careful. But that's right, oh, really? y'all. Yeah, that's alphas. Al I got different from Alcaz. All right, all right. I still got two more, so y'all buckle up. All right, here we go. Isis, let's take this thing back to Berlin. You came up hoping. And, you know, it, it, when I was a little kid, this was one of the dopest movies out. So I always loved to start it out with every show, right? Well, when did you yeah. fall in love with basketball? Yeah, um, I would say really early. Like, I probably started playing age five or six. Um, both of my parents played um, in high school. Mom played D3 in college. And so um, kind of in my blood. Um, but I remember, like, easily playing in rec leagues. I grew really fast, too. So when I first started playing basketball, I was, like, the center by force. Um, thankfully, my parents knew that um, they're all of 5'5 five, five and 5'10, five, so they knew I wasn't going to be 6'3, um, and so I developed my guard skills, um, but I would say really early. Like I remember being nine years old at AU Nationals in Orlando, Florida, parents like cheering in the crowd, we're taking it so serious at nine. You know, like you don't really know what else to do at nine, and that's what we were doing. We were serious hoopers at nine, so pretty serious from the beginning. Any siblings? I know you talked about mom and dad having that sports legacy. Any siblings that play sports? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're a complete sports family, B. Jones. Uh, my little brother, Isaiah, is two years younger than me. He plays professional soccer, actually, in Germany. Uh, he's been doing that for about six years. And then my what? little sister, Imani, just finished her college soccer career um, up at a school in Connecticut. Um, so they chose soccer. I chose basketball. But we all played soccer and basketball growing up. So all of my childhood memories, pretty much, are just us going to each other's games and tournaments cheering play against each other um i give a lot to my brother for how i played him one-on-one -on -one, like in i, I was in, uh, just about to ask home. you especially yeah yeah oh you, you big goodness. sis though you big sis yeah i am i am big sis but i'm only two years older so it took me until he was about like 13 for me to get that like you're now bigger than me you're kind of yep. stronger than me you're definitely faster than me 
Um, and so our one-on-ones got pretty physical to the point where my dad, you know, came out and had to referee them. And then, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was good though. He's a, we're like ultimate competitors in our house. Everything is a competition, which is really cool. Um, and now he's, he's always like my fun fact that I have a brother that plays professional soccer. Um, and he's, yeah, that's great. he's cool. fluent German. Yeah. He's the man. Isaiah is great. Yeah. Hey, we might, Kevin, we might have to plug him in. I, I, I want to learn more about Isaiah, too. That sound, I think so, too. That sound, he so sounds like too. a great young man. That's going to be that's gonna be pretty awesome. And so now, how, how is it like he he in Germany, you in Australia, mom and dad, everybody back here in the <laughs> States? How, how's the family chemistry with being so, so separated abroad? Yeah, I would say I think we're used to it. Um, you know, ever since I left for college, pretty much, Isaiah went overseas. Um, and so... Uh, family group chat, you know, is something that we kind of use, um, you know, hear from each other here or there. Um, we're always watching each other's games and stuff and kind of checking in that way, which is really, really cool. Um, so I check in with my brother at least once or twice a week just on like, hey, how was your game? And he'll ask me, how was your game? And then we'll kind of go back and forth. Um, so it's honestly, it's pretty cool. Um, when I started playing overseas last year, I started out in Germany. Um, and so I was about three hours from him. So I got to visit him twice. I saw two of his games. Uh, I got to see him score in person, which is really cool. Um, so it's been a really cool experience to kind of have a, an international, you know, sibling uh, that is pretty close. Like if I really need anything and I can't get home, I get to Germany. All right. So you and Isaiah, y'all in the backyard, y'all bumping heads, y'all doing it. Boom, boom, boom. It's physical. Yeah. When did when did it all start to translate to the to the basketball court? And when did you realize that, hey, I'm different. It's something different yeah. about me than some of these other young ladies I'm playing with. When, when did all that come to uh come to come to fruition? Yeah, I would say um around twelve or thirteen. Like I had gotten my first um offer at thirteen. Um and so I was in eighth grade. Yeah. And so I think once once you realize like how much money somebody's willing to put on the table for you as as a 13 year old, um, let alone you've got four more years to kind of really make the decision. Um, I think we understood that that is what the route I was going. Also, too, like I played soccer uh, because honestly, I was good at it, um, but I didn't love it. Like I can't run and play soccer for hours and hours and I, like, I'll quit. I'll sit down in the middle of the field like um, I'm good. Um, basketball, though, I can play pickup all day. We can play pickup from 9 to 12. We can go grab lunch, come back. I'll play with you from 1 to 4. We can go grab lunch, dinner, come back, and I'll play at night from 9 to midnight. Like, I just I just love hooping so much. And so it was pretty clear, too, when I turned about 12, 13, like, this is what I'd like to do for the next few years. Now, now you still getting buckets, or have you, have you hung up the sneakers? Or tell, tell us about what's currently going on with the hoop skills right now. B. Jones, I got to tell you, because I, I just, I'm telling you the truth here. I am averaging 35 and 7 in this Australian league I'm playing. Ooh, Kevin was I doing all that gassing. He was doing all that talking, talking about ISIS, man. She 5'7". I give it a business. And I'm just <laughs> telling you right now, hey, did she get 35 and 7? Oh, no, no, B. Jones, B. Jones, we on wax. I really said that. <laughs> what you talking about? Did I really what just you, say what you just said? I mean, you you, you was kind of hitting at it in text messages. <laughs> Don't make me pull Ooh. up the receipts. Oh, please do. Send them all to it. You're a dirty choker. I did not say that, Isis. I don't want that smoke. But it's if, okay, if, head coach. It's but if okay. Shanae want to play one-on-one, hey, I'm, I'm going to do it up. Hey, Kevin, we're going to start working out right now so I can get some buckets <laughs> on. Hey, it oh, ain't nothing working out in the world for us to get buckets <laughs> against them, B. Jones. I don't think we want that. Oh no, we don't. We would be embarrassed so bad. Yeah. It would be humiliating. So, so you, you're talking about 35 points a game. I mean, like, that's kind of crazy. What, what what's what's the secret sauce? What are you doing? You, you got on some of them Kevin Durant Nikes right now? What, what's going on? <laughs> nah, one, I have Kyrie's on. 
Oh, you know he's going to come out with his sneaker. That's yeah, but you know he 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 putting he putting moccasins and he putting all kind of stuff on top of his sneakers. Right, you doing the same thing? You let your Nike logo show? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, these are regular. I didn't have all that in me. I felt like I'll wait for him to create his own sneaker and I'll go support that. And if it's if it's a moccasin, it's a moccasin, and that's what we're talking. Um, but yeah, so now nah, I hope Kyrie's over here, but honestly, like I just play with such a high motor. Um, like I really love transition. I really love getting up and down. Um, I'm a three point shooter. So I average about five threes made a game. Um, and then I'm number one in the league in, in free throws, like in free throws made. Um, so as much as I go, 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 like I'm also getting hit and then making free throws. So I just felt like, um, I kind of came over here like ready to play. Um, I was broadcasting before I got here. And so I was doing some games for CBS. And so I had to stay a little bit longer and like miss the preseason. And so I just was so was conscious of like, make sure we go over there and we're in shape because I got here January 30th and our first game was February 3rd. And like, I don't know if you know, but the, the flight to Australia was 17 hours. I Ooh. literally traveled for a day. It's a 16 hour time difference. So it's five or six 30 where you guys are right now. It's 1130 in the morning for me. Um, or 10 a.m. for me because daylight savings. So, yep. um, yeah, so I got here and I just kind of slept. I worked out and then I was like, I just, I want to be the best player in the league. Like the league doesn't have um, a ton of imports, but, you know, Australia is known for really good women's basketball. So there are some really good players yes. in this league. Um, but I just, I just have a motor. So I just, I just kind of go, honestly. Okay, Isis Curry. Over there getting yeah. all of <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that dropping, dropping all on three pointers. You know what's crazy, Isis, is when we first started doing the show. Kevin had this this brain. He was like, "B, we gotta tell the story of women's basketball, especially the WNBA. It's super, super difficult. We want, we want to, you know, keep pushing it." But we started talking to all these people overseas, and I didn't know how hard it was to be an import overseas. I didn't know that the rigors, like, and you know, you're talking about you dropping thirty five, but we we had a young lady come on here and say, "Listen." If I didn't drop like 29 or 30 a game, I could be going home in a week. And so like the the pressure was like just on a a whole different magnitude. I mean, but you seem like you thrive under that pressure. I I, I guess I guess you could say you ice cold. I mean, like (laughs) I mean, what's going on? How how are you handling that pressure like that? You away from the family? You getting on this long flight? You eating that nasty Vegemite? What's going on? (laughs) I haven't tried kangaroo yet. I will tell you that in case you're going to ask. That, that, that is a, it's a normal thing here. Like you find in a grocery store, like you would find chicken, but I haven't tried it yet. Um, but no, I, I will say it is tough playing overseas. Um, it is very hard to find a good situation where you're somewhere where you feel safe. You feel comfortable. You're making sure that you get paid regardless of how you perform. Um, you like the town and where you live in, the people treat you okay. Um, obviously racism is a very real thing outside of our home country. And so there are some countries that I wouldn't go play in because I'd be like, I, I don't think society would welcome me, let alone a basketball team. Um, but with that being said, Australia is very dope. Like it is good vibes all around. Like I'm, I'm in Tasmania. So, um, I'm on the Island. I'm near the beach. Like everybody's very chill. Um, I think their goal for this season was to bring in an import that would change the culture here. This team historically does not win a lot of games in the season. Um, and so I think they wanted somebody that had a little dog in them that was going to come and hold people accountable and really score. And so I, I actually would say less of my job has been numbers. Like I could score 35 and we could still probably lose half the games in our season. Um, just because of the makeup of our team. Uh, but it's more so leadership and coaching. Like I do a ton of coaching. Funniest story. I've never, I have never been a part of a situation like this. 
It's like my third game here. We're playing the team that won the league last year. Um, we're playing them. We're down two of our main players. So it's like our third game. We, they, we, Everybody thinks we're going to get blown out. I don't know the other team, so I don't respect you. Like, I could care less who you are. I'm just going to come out here and hope. So You're from Berlin, New Jersey. Yeah, anybody can get this work. So anyway, so it's like six seconds left in the game. We have the ball. We're down three. So we've taken them all the way down to the wire. It's been a crazy game. So I hit a three to put us in overtime. So we're playing this team in overtime. And, and, and to hit the three, like before we go to overtime, my coach takes a timeout. So he takes time out and he's like, all right, Ice, where do you want it? And he hands me the clipboard. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> oh, my, my little pen in my hand, I'm like, um, because like, yeah, I'm a ba I'm an analyst and I'm a basketball player, but that is a completely different side. Two different like, it's worlds. different when yeah. you're calling a game. Yeah. And you're play by play guys like Ice, what would you do in this situation? Like, oh, you know, I draw up a little something, you know, player screen has somebody coming around, but you say it because it's not you. And there's no pressure on you getting it wrong or right. Right, right. So I'm in a game where I'm like, listen, I know two sideline out-of-bounds plays to get a three that I know have worked in college. And so I'm like, I thought of the first one that was simple enough for my teammates to run, for everybody to understand, for me to explain in 30-second timeout. And so no lie, like drew it up in the clipboard, da 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 break out of the timeout, came out, planned it and go as well as it should have, but we hit the three and went to overtime. So now, I considered myself a successful coach for about 20 seconds in that time. Hey, you got hey, so we um, need to add coaching to your resume, right? So you so feel I, me, listen, hey, honestly. Hey, but hold um, on now. I gotta ask. Who won the game, Isis? Oh, they won. Oh we got overtime. Oh, oh we, we no. got overtime. It was so great. Um, we were up four. We like started off on a run, and then I fouled out. I fouled out with like two <sighs> minutes left. Yep, tough foul. Um, we're not going to talk about the referees here because this is a positive podcast. So we're just not, yeah, that's the, right. The we're all side, about positivity. <laughs> yeah, the other side to overseas, I think any any hooper would tell you is the refs. Yeah, like I think it doesn't matter what country where you go, what the language they speak. Somehow they know to speak to you and give you a foul. But you you say that with this big smile on your face, Ice is like like it don't really hurt underneath. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Man, so so you go to Australia. It's like the opposite of what Brittany Griner went to. So, ladies and gentlemen, we not throw we not canceling overseas basketball just yet because I was on that train to hey everybody stay home. But I'm glad to know some of y'all thrive over there okay all right man i, I hate we're running so short on time but let's let's click this thing over to the analyst side of it you got the opportunity to be on national television tell us about that experience and what does it mean to be such a significant part of a minority group in a game that's that's trailblazing right you 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 one of the few african-american females on these sidelines commentating these games and you you already know where the game has been but now we're looking at where the game is going so tell us a little bit about that experience yeah, um, I love being an analyst. Like, I, I love calling basketball, especially women's basketball. Um, I think being, you know, only have graduated a couple of years ago, a lot of these teams that I go and cover, um, a lot of these broadcasters that I work with either know me from college or are familiar with me from recruiting. And so uh, a lot of the ways in which I started, a lot of the teams that I first started getting that would allow me to call their games were because they were coaches that had recruited me that I probably had said no to, but I reached out anyway saying, hey, Coach Griffith, I know you're, you know, I hope you're doing well. How are the kids? I remember they were little when you were recruiting me. 
but also I'm looking to call some of your games. Do you have any pull with that? And so um, everything for me has kind of been about relationships in that industry and just, you know, building great relationships, having great mentors. Um, the coolest thing by far that I've done, though, was call the game on NBC. Um, it was the first women's college basketball game on NBC. Um, it was an all black female crew that called the game. It also featured two black head coaches. Yep. Um, for Notre Dame Cal and so uh, it just was everything that it needed to be um, we talked a lot about culture we talked a lot about history about where we are we talked about making history kind of that if we're in you know 2022 that was in November and we're saying that's the first women's college basketball game on NBC NBC like a broadcast that has been around since TV has been around it's kind of tough to look at because you're like what? right right um, but at the same time, it's the first one. And so um, that was the coolest thing for me, I think, to just, you know, be able to make history. And then I did that with my mentor, LaChina Robinson, and then one of our sisters in the business, Dora Stevenson, um, who works for the Bucks and does sideline. And so uh, it just was like, star I was starstruck. I think everywhere I went, you know, meeting the coaches, Neil Ivey and Coach Sharman Smith from Cal, like, it just was a very powerful weekend um, and honestly teared up a bunch of times like my mentor she makes me cry because she's just that mentor who's like a mom to you you know who's like I'm so proud of you good job and I'm like Latanya do not give me any speeches before this game because I got my makeup done and we need to go and knock this out like we need to knock it out um, but afterwards definitely had a moment where I was like yo I just made history like that does not happen at age 26 um, so really cool really cool moment did, did you see the look on his face when you said LaChina Robinson? No, did you? I've been you waiting on her to mention LaChina the whole episode, B. Jones. You didn't see? I was listening to everything you said, but once you said LaChina, it was just like, yeah, buddy. She's real Every time I say LaChina, I've got at least, and I'm not joking, at least one male friend every time that's like, yo, your mentor? Like, is she saying Yeah, that? yeah. Well, you don't even have to say no more. <laughs> yeah, can we, can we plug? And I'm like, no. As quickly as you can, because I'm, I'm running super over, but I'm having so much fun. I'm sorry, guys. Rockwood is just no, a few more minutes. What What, what is the WNBA? Because I know Dr Draymond Green made some comments that uh, was a little bit off-putting to some. And uh, shout out to you, Draymond. I love your voice. But... Uh, but, but what is what do you think the females game need to do? Because Kevin and I went to just about every level. We went to high school. We went to, to college. We went to the WNBA games. And this it is some of the best basketball I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Bump all the alley-oops. Bump all the dunks. <clears throat> it's crazy what these, these young ladies are doing. It's physical. It's trash talk. I love the environment. Mm -hmm. It's back and forth. Every play counts. It's, it's great basketball. But what, in your opinion, yeah. Isis, what do you think needs to happen for this game to keep going on that trajectory of where we think they should go? Yeah, I think two things. Um, the first is expansion. Um, it needs more teams. It needs more teams in more cities where people can really follow the game, um, get to games, actually see their favorite players. Like we're talking about a league that is a national league, but it's only in 14 cities. Mm. Uh, and when you think about the, the United States as a whole, like that's kind of hard to get to. Um, you could easily yep. not be close to a city. And so um, I would say that. And I say this, the second thing is, is marketing the younger players that come in. Um, you know, we've seen a real shift and change in women's college basketball. Like it's not what it used to be um, a few years ago where people laughed at it. They didn't watch the selection shows. They didn't watch final fours different things like that. Like people are more than invested now. Women's college basketball players. Uh, they're more than invested in their NIL, their NIL deals. They're more invested in their social media presence and things like that. And so I think if you expand, 
you're then able to keep some of those younger players that have those followings that you could then take and build on. Um, it's like a, and I think Sabrina Inescu was the easiest example for me in terms of she needed to stay in the league because she had such a huge following at Oregon that it was like, you can't reject all those people who are just going to watch WBA to watch Sabrina. Like that's wow. how big her following. And you're seeing that more and more. Like you can pick the Aaliyah Boston star of South Carolina. There is a group yep. of people who are literally just going to watch the W just to watch Aaliyah Boston. And as they should. Um, yep. And so I think you know, she's she been having a huge following. Oh, she's huge. Well, I, I will tell you, she's from the same AAU team that I'm from. Um, and so I love her, love her game, but also know that um, Coach Walter Welsh, he, he was our AAU coach. He produces the best out of the best every time. Um, and so she's amazing. But I, I think those things, expansion and then marketing the younger players, if, if they can't find a way to, to do those two things, the league is just going to look very stagnant for some time. And again, like the league is as old as I am. It's 27 years old. The NBA just celebrated, what, 75, 76 years. So now that's a good point. That's a great time, point. Yeah, yeah, it has yeah. time to bridge the, bridge the gap. Um, and you see that across a lot of women's sports that were started and founded early. Women's tennis, they make as much as the men because their association, their foundation was created over 70 years ago, right? Like That's they right. Did it correctly. That's they right. had some time. So it takes some time to kind of build it up. What, what you would have did with an NIL deal, though, ISIS? But, wait, wait, that's kind of crazy. Your personality, your icebox. You, you, you're about to scratch in the NIL, huh? I hate you missed that way. Yeah, my dad says it all the time. He's like, he wanted me to do an eighth year of college basketball because he, he claims like he <laughs> saw NIL coming. And I'm like, bro, even if you saw it coming, it's fine, but I'm not doing it. I'd rather call a game on NBC and call it a day. But. Um, oh, I think a ton. Like I would have branded the mess out of Icebox, out of Ice. Yep. Like, um, I would have tried to get, I don't know if you guys have them where you are, but Sparkling Ice is like a, a um, carbonated like flavored water. Like I would have went for them, had Honcho like put me on something. Um, but I just would have used Ice, which is such an easy thing to brand. And that's why I kind of mm. love that it's my nickname. Yeah. So, um, but I, I think NIL is so cool. Like I'm so happy that these younger players were able to, to start off, you're already not in debt and you're getting an education for free, but now you can really come out of school and have some money, have some savings, um, look to kind of explore a little bit in life. Whereas, you know, instead of being forced to, Hey, I got to find a job. Hey, I got to play. That's right. And then obviously a lot of us have families that depend on us too for that. So it's just, it's good to see young players getting money and hopefully they just have, you know, some, some mentorship around them to be able to put it in the right places. Absolutely. Well, I hope and KT got some mentorship because it is time. <laughs> Isis Young, welcome to the championship rounds. This is the part of the show with KT and I. We go head up and you are now officially calling all of the shots. All right. Have you ever played a game called Would You Rather? Uh, I have, but like, refresh me. What do I need to do technically? Oh, it's very simple. It's very simple. Both okay. KT and I are going to make a pitch. You select one okay. of those pitches, and whichever option you select, that host will gain a point. The first host okay. to get two points or the best out of three will win this episode's game of championship rounds. And uh, I'm, I'm the defending champ right now. So I'm Love I'm it. feeling I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty bullish right now. No, I, you know what? Hold on, BJ. I'm cutting you off. No, Isis, we don't love it. No, we <laughs> don't. Oh man, wait. come on now, KT, stop that hate. Here we. All right, Isis, do you right. have, did you have any questions before we get to rocking here? Nope, I'm good. All right, let's do it. Here we go. Round number one. Would you rather become a legendary Hall of Fame broadcaster? For the professional team of your choice, it could be men's, women's, any team that you want, or become the owner of your own WNBA franchise. 
Hall of Fame broadcaster. Yeah, I figured it. <laughs> yes. Yes. <sighs> this is this is. I'm feeling pretty bullish because I got Hall some heat in round three. Hall of Fame broadcaster, and I think I would pick the Sixers. I think I really? would be a home, uh, like yeah, because I live 30 minutes from Philly, and so just being a Hall of Famer, but right across the bridge, like that would be um, that would be amazing. That'd be full circle for me. All right, here we go. Round number two. Would you rather host a viral YouTube basketball series where you get to go around the country interviewing professional basketball players and men's and women's basketball in the gyms where they grew up in or travel the world hosting your home? <clears throat> excuse me. Travel the world. He get nervous. He get nervous. He get nervous. nervous. I need some water. Hush. There no nerves over here. I know I can beat you at any time. All right. <laughs> Are I you put done? that pressure on him. All right, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Jones, there's no pressure. Just how <laughs> never know. Host your own traveling food show where you interview athletes and celebrities as they take you to their favorite places to eat in their hometowns. Mm, de definitely food because that requires actually traveling the world, like the world world. And I've lived in Greece. I played in Greece. Best food by far that I've experienced in terms of a culture. Um, and food is an easy way to connect with people. Yeah. Yeah. Watch. 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 Show is good. I might take you up on that. I might steal that idea. That's a good one. Yeah, but you could have you could have met Kyrie in your Kyrie's and played against them. <laughs> That's a wrong answer. All right, here she we go. Eat with Kyrie too, here in Dallas, man. <laughs> she ain't wearing no Kyrie's to the to that restaurant. That fancy restaurant. I, I bet she, she would. Bottoms, I bet she would. All right, man. All right, here we go. Round number three. You did you did your thing. You made this interesting. All right, I wanted to sweep, <laughs> but you you made it interesting. Round three. Let's go, KT. So on our show, which you can watch Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central, here on our YouTube channel, we have a segment called The Drop, where B. Jones turns fashion guru and presents a, fair, a pair of shoes you should cop or not. So for round three, both of us will present a shoe to Isis, and she will have the final vote. And her vote will go a long way on this episode because whatever shoe she picks, that host wins this episode's game. So what we need from you, Isis, we need for you to say, Hold that sticker, and once you say that, we will both present our shoes to you. Are you ready? Okay. All right. We're good? Yep. You, you say it whenever you're ready. Hold that sneaker. <gasps> ah! Huh. Mm-hmm. 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 Cause okay. there's an icebox where my heart used to be. Do I get the sneaker too? Like whatever I pick. <laughs> oh, hold on. We get that kind of money there, Isis. But <laughs> that's not in our budget right now. Okay. Uh, that ain't, that ain't our ministry. Yeah, just send me the link where you found the sneaker, KT, because that's 100% what I would wear every single I'm so cold. I'm so cold. I'm so cold. Nah, and you, champion, your heart should be broke. Cause the way you were talking noise earlier, lying on my name saying I was talking noise to her. The champion here. That was a good pick, though. That was a good option. But like, I went with the icebox colors and everything. I know. I know. I know. But. 
it's, yeah. Yeah, B. Jones. So sometimes I mean, you just didn't win this one, B. Jones. It's okay, man. It's always next. All right. Time. All right. All right. All right. All right. Shanae, I'm sorry. I let you down on this one, but I'm going to get it next episode. I'm going to get it next episode. Y'all keep watching. I promise y'all I'm coming back at it like a crack addict. Ooh. I'm coming back. All right. Here we go. The title of the show is Sports Life Talks. You got next. And now in your own world, Ice Spice. You got to tell everybody, what does the future hold for Isis Young? Oh, great question. Um, I think just finishing my season out in Australia, um, the goal is for our team to make the playoffs. Got to be in the top four, so working towards that. Um, I would say, and then once I get home, just finding my way, you know, broadcasting a little bit. I recently started a media training program for high school and college athletes um, that I started before I left. And so um, going around the country, trying to do that. Um, and then really just giving back. Um, I always help my friend out with a local AAU team that she coaches. And so um, coaching young girls, getting them into sport, making sure they understand that this can really, um, this little basketball that I've bounced, I've bounced for a very long time, I feel like so far, and it's gotten me in pretty cool places. So uh, just continuing to travel, continuing to broadcast, um, do the things that I love. I think I've been really blessed that everything I do I sincerely love doing it, um, and it's a it's a really cool position to be in, especially so young in life. And I, I really am grateful for it. So, yeah. And hey, then the icebox. If you if you analyze a game or be an analyst at a game here in Dallas, please don't. You you gotta come. You gotta come got to Dallas. You. you gotta and you gotta let us know because KT he wants we buying you dinner, and I'm just gonna chill and eat off of him as well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we go we gonna do it big. As soon as you hit to the city, all right? We gonna do it big. I all right. It. I got you. Yeah, I can't turn that one down, B Jones. Okay, so do you have any <laughs> shout outs you want to give? Yes. Um, shout out to my team, the Smiths and Saints that are here in Tasmania. Um, shout out to my brother, and my sister. Um, that are doing well. Sister just got her first full-time job out of college, so we are happy for her. Um, brother doing well in his season. Um, and then shout out to LaChina, because I don't think that I do a podcast these days when I talk about my past. Well, when I talk about my life and my experiences where LaChina does not come up in the podcast. Literally every single one I have to mention her, because um, that, that's how big she's been to me in my life. And so shout out to LaChina. Yeah, shout out, shout out to hey, just, just to let her know. I do I do a, I do a segment on our Wednesday night show called the Yeet of the Week. Like LaChana's gotten the Yeet. Uh because remember when she, the Atlanta Dream, you remember they started, it was the first time yeah. that we had a whole uh, she her and the rest of that crew, I gave them the Yeet of the Week. So LaChana, we've been showing yeah. you some love for a while. Yeah, she's the best. Yeah, she's the best. <laughs> yeah, okay. <clears throat> what am I supposed to do now, B Joe? You say LaChana, I'm all screwed up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part of the show where you get a chance to call the person that you think should have next. Tell them, hey, I got yeah. a chance to work with B. Jones and KT. I told them my story. I want you to do the same thing. With that said, Isis, who are you calling out? Who should have next? Who should have next? One, I would say my brother, Isaiah Young. I think you guys got to get my him. brother on here yes. and ask him who won the majority of the one-on-ones back home. He's probably going to tell you him. I'm going to tell you that's a lot, but okay, no on the record. Yep, on the record. Um, but I would say my brother, um, for sure. Uh, yeah, he's someone I admire the most in the world, and he's younger than me. So he's the coolest person I think you could talk to. All right, Isaiah, you and are officially on the yes. clock. We will be reaching out <laughs> to you to get your opportunity to come on the show and tell everybody about your story, your journey. But we got to learn what's going on in Germany other than Broadworks, brother. So we can't <laughs> wait to have you on the show. Isis Young 
Oh my goodness, you are charismatic, you're energetic, you got an infectious energy, you are a trailblazer, you are icon, you are a legend in the making, Isis Young, you got next! <sighs> I appreciate you guys ice, so much, ice, so much fun, so much fun. Doom, 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 doom. Yeah, we need to have that rolling during the show, KT. See if we can call up Vanilla. He give us the rights. <laughs> you know he ain't giving us the rights. That's what he's making all his money off of. No, he don't even own the rights. He don't even own the rights to that. That's Suge Knight got the rights to that. Hey, Sports Life Talk Nation. Thank y'all again for watching another episode. Man, I don't know if I if I could have more fun doing anything else. This is the greatest job in America. We appreciate y'all supporting us so much because we can't do this without you don't forget to check out the new website sltugotnext.com hit us up and subscribe everywhere sports life talk uh shameless plug we go live every wednesday nights eight o'clock p.m central standard time we would love to have you join us it's an interaction we all about the engagement and if y'all see us out in the streets give us a hug show us some love we want to meet y'all we're trying to grow this thing and we can't do it without you so one more again thank you Hey, Isis, we're going to have to bring you back in a couple of years so I can win. Maybe next year, like season four, we got to get you yeah. back. And, you know, that way I can win the game because I... <clears throat> I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna rest easy on this one. I'm just gonna let you know this is gonna bother me for a while. This one this losses means a lot to me. So I'm I'm hurting a little bit. But KT, I'm gonna let you close this thing out. Come on, come on, quiet storm. But you forgot to mention that she has dope shoe taste too, B. Jones. You didn't say that in your little outro either, though. But Isis, okay. Thank you so much for rocking with us. It's been a blessing. Whatever you need from us, don't hesitate to reach out to us. We got your back. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Y'all are awesome. I appreciate the energy, all the creative questions uh, and the conversation. I feel like I could talk to y'all for hours. You could. You know why? Because <laughs> that girl is poison. Yeah. Sports Life Talk Nation. We love y'all. Stay safe. Be blessed. Respect each other and love one another because together we are better and keep dreaming big because you never know. Your story may be the next one featured on Sports Life Talks. You got next. Yeet. I knew you had next because you always working. You always grinding. You're in your bag because you're always working. Like in due time, I just, I knew you got next. Oh, you did it, huh? Crack the code. You got next, you smashing goals. You want next, you need exposure. Well, sports like talk out the baddest show, like the baddest hut in the room. Podcast is tuning too, just for you to talk your shit. Talking mushroom, you are what you eat and you should consume. Sports like talk from the late night to the afternoon, then rest repeat. Hit the like, leave a comment, or subscribe so you don't miss a beat. You got next, it's a small taste of a winning meal from a chef type of celebrity. What's up next is you, at least you better be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sports life talking in.